Chapter 27 of Stories of Symphonic Music. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Stories of Symphonic Music by Lawrence Gilman. Section 27. Saint-Saëns. Camille Saint-Saëns, born in Paris, October 9, 1835 still living there omphalis wheel symphonic poem number one opus 31 le roi d'omphal composed in 1871 was first a piano piece it was afterwards made over for orchestra and performed in paris at a concert populaire on april 14 1872 the following note in French prefaces the score. The subject of this symphonic poem is feminine seductiveness, the triumphant contest of weakness against strength. The spinning wheel is merely a pretext. It is chosen simply for the sake of its rhythmical suggestion and from the viewpoint of the general form of the piece. The note conveys the further slightly ironical information that those who are interested in the study of details will see on page 19 letter j of the score hercules groaning in the bonds which he cannot break a laboring phrase in the cellos and double basses repeated with cumulative expression and on page 32 letter l omphale mocking the hero's futile efforts a theme sung by the oboe the music has been interpreted as falling naturally into the three following sections one the power of feminine allurement triumphant struggle of weakness against strength in fact omphale's fascination of hercules two hercules in bondage or as the author has it hercules groaning under the bonds which he cannot break three Omphale deriding the vain efforts of the hero. Phaeton, Symphonic Poem Number Two, Opus Thirty Nine. Phaeton was produced in Paris under Edouard Colon at a concert at the Théâtre du Châtelet, December Seventh, eighteen seventy-three. The score has this preface. Phaeton has obtained leave to drive his father's, the son's, chariot through the heavens but his unskilful hands lead the steeds astray the flaming chariot thrown out of its course approaches the terrestrial regions the whole universe is about to perish in flames when jupiter strikes the rush phaeton with his thunderbolt the portentous drive is first pictured the gallop of the horses being indicated by an imitative figure in the strings woodwind and horns a suave and noble theme for the horns has been said to suggest celestial visions glimpsed by the charioteer in the course of his daring flight footnote this theme has also been said to represent nymphs bemoaning phaeton's danger and at last his death End of footnote. the furious rhythm of the drive is heard again increasing to a precipitate pace it is cut short by the jovian thunderbolt kettle drums bass drums cymbals tam-tam 
then as its reverberations die away we hear again the august harmonies of the second theme there is a reminiscence of the opening motif of the ride and the music ends ppp dance of death danse macabre symphonic poem number three opus forty this symphonic poem illustrates a fantastic poem by henri casalise lines from which are prefixed to the score they are as follows in a prose translation made by mr w f epthorpe zig and zig and zig death plays in cadence beating time with his heel upon a tombstone death plays a dance tune zig and zig and zig on his fiddle the winter wind blows and the night is dark groans come from under the lindens white skeletons flit across the gloom running and skipping in the capacious shrouds sick and sick and sick capers every one you hear the dancers bones rattle but whist of a sudden they quit the dance they rush off helter skelter the cock has crowed a violin solo impersonates death the fiddler while the rattling of the bones of the gruesome dancers is delineated by the xylophone wood harmonica the uncanny dance increases in wildness and abandon until it is cut short by the cock crow a boy the youth of hercules symphonic poem number four opus fifty la jeunesse d'hercule first performed in paris at a concert in the théâtre du chatelet january twenty eighth eighteen seventy seven bears as a preface to the score the following note in french legend mythology relates that hercules upon entering life saw two paths opening before him the path of pleasure and the path of virtue indifferent to the seductions of nymphs and bacchantes the hero chooses the paths of struggles and combats at the end of which he perceives through the flames of the funeral pyre the reward of immortality the music has been interpreted as a succession of characterizations in this order one irresolution andante sostenuto muted violins woodwind strings and wood two character of the path of virtue allegro moderato strings without mutes in full harmony three seductiveness of the nymphs andantino four allurements of the bacchantes allegro flutes at first later other woodwind strings and wood full orchestra five renewed questionings adagio strings horns woodwind six choice of the path of virtue and consequent struggles andante sostenuto and allegro animato the theme of virtue played by clarinet afterwards by oboe later the theme of pleasure heard in the woodwind against harp arpeggios seven the funeral pyre and immortality beyond maestoso triumphant supremacy of the theme of virtue in an orchestral apotheosis end of section twenty seven recording by monica m c